Thank you for listening to this talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Nikki Cumpston and I'm the Artistic Director of Tanandi Festival of Contemporary Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art. And I'd like to acknowledge that we are here today on the lands of the Ghana people. And I'd like to pay my respect to their continuing ongoing connection and responsibility for the land, sea and freshwater regions all around this, you know, Adelaide Plains region, sorry. <laughs> um, my family are Barkindji people. We're from the Darling River uh, in Western New South Wales. So I've lived and worked here on Ghana country for over 30 years. And I can't tell you how proud I am to work on the Tanandi Festival and to, you know, be able to engage with artists from right across Australia uh, to present their work here at the Art Gallery of South Australia. But we also have exhibitions around the city and the state. So there are another 24 partner organisations with another 31 exhibitions for people to be able to go and visit and see. So there's a booklet upstairs that has all of, it's a program and it has all of the other venues and events listed. And it's also all listed online, so you can go online and see what else is happening. Some of, some of the exhibitions are yet to open. For example, there's one at Nexus that doesn't launch until February. But then there are others that are only open for a short period of time. So the Port Perry Regional Gallery exhibition, Drifting Sands, has been curated by Marika Davis, who's a, an emerging curator, who's also now working at the... Port Augusta Yardapertli Gallery. So Marika has had a really a steady rise in her career and uh, has brought together in the Drifting Sands exhibition for Tarnandi, has brought together seven women artists all from the regions in and around Port Piri, Port Augusta, um, Sandra Saunders from down in Wongari, as well as artists from further north. So working with an artist and curator who comes from the region enables us to be able to see works of art by artists who otherwise, unless you live in the region, you don't get to know who they are. So that's part of what we're doing with Tarnandi, is opening up the opportunity for other artists, for other curators, for other art workers to be able to work with people within their own regions and to bring their work into the Tarnandi program so that you can all learn about them and experience their work. That it's not only about the works of art that are exhibited here in the Art Gallery of South Australia, but it's about the opportunity for other artists to exhibit around the city and state. So it's a big feat. <laughs> and we don't have a huge team of people working on all of this here at the gallery. It's a very tight-knit <laughs> collective group of people. It, there are people from right across the gallery, but we, I have to acknowledge all of the hard work that everybody puts in. Everybody who works on Town and D does it 100%, actually 150%, to be honest, in order for us to be able to support the artists, to host them in the way that, that enables them to feel comfortable and that enables them to be able to talk about their work. So we provide different ways for them to speak about their works of art. 
through on Friday we had the Bumpa Bambalia, which is the Ghana word for conference. In the Ghana language and in the Ghana custom, a conference, the Bumpa Bambalia was held over different seasons where people from many different language groups would come here to Ghana Yarta onto Ghana country and to exchange and engage in, in exchange, whether it was oral, whether it was actually exchanging objects, you know, different, different cultural material. It, it was a really important part of Aboriginal people's exchange and culture from right across Australia. So to have a bumper bambalia here in Adelaide enables us to share the, the love of, of that word. <laughs> Don't you think it's a fabulous word? <laughs> the bumper bambalia. Um, but also, you know, for us to actually engage in that exchange. And so in order for us to do that and, and for the artist to feel comfortable speaking about their work in that format, I work with other curators, writers, and artists to present that series of talks. Those talks will also be, they've also been recorded, so you'll be able to listen to them. So there's a number of different ways that you'll be able to engage with that content uh, coming up in the next few weeks on the Art Gallery of South Australia website. The other thing that we did over the weekend was we had artists here in the gallery spaces speaking in front of their works. And we, we do that with a facilitator. You know, we take the time before the actual talk to have a yarn with the artist to see, you know, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to bring anything so that you can show people what the actual medium is that you're working with? Or, you know, whatever it might be, just to help people to get a greater insight into the work. Because I really believe that Tanandi, the name Tanandi, or the word Tanandi, is a word which means it's about rising up, springing forth. It's about the first sight of a seed sprouting or the first light of day. And the reason that we work so hard to come up with a, with a Ghana word that, that would embody everything that we're trying to achieve with, with the festival was so that we didn't have a themed event every year because it's really about all of these stories that the artists have and it's about us enabling people to share their own words and for them to tell us what it is that they're painting, carving, filming, whatever, whatever medium they're using, it's, it's about celebrating them and, and where they're from and what it is that they're telling us about their work. It's not about this overarching theme that, that puts a cap on things and makes it so that it's, it's less about the artist. It's really, for us, it's about supporting the artists so that their voices are heard. Because across history and across, you know, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's cultures, there hasn't been very many platforms for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to have a voice. And that's true today. There are more people writing. We have Claire Coleman in the audience. Um, we have, you know, we have more people engaging but it's still, there is still a need, a great need, for people to have a platform to be able to tell their stories so that we can all learn about their experience. Because I don't know everybody's experiences, how could I? But it's about bringing it through, through the works of art is a really good platform for us to be able to engage 
and to share these stories through the education programs that we run here at the gallery, which are really extensive. We have the book Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art in the Classroom that Carly Neagle, Thomas Reddit, myself, Dr Lisa Slade have, have worked really hard on developing. That book has sold over four and a half thousand copies and we run workshops with teachers and students through the gallery so that people are able to learn how to bring these concepts and ideas into the classroom so that we're educating the next lot of people all from all walks of life about who Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander artists and cultures are and where they're coming from and some of these stories. So it's a really important platform. Tanandi has created this opportunity for us to be able to bring people up to speed and to come along on this journey with us. These education programs we also run online as a way for people who aren't in, in Adelaide, who are even from around the world, we've had people internationally also join us. And we've also worked with the Klugiru Aboriginal Art Museum which is through the University of Virginia in Charlottesville to develop some of those core elements of this particular book. So that was through an opportunity where I was over there as an artist in residence back in 2013 and we've had this ongoing relationship. They're really passionate about engaging with education so that their audiences, being American audiences, can also come along on this journey. And it's, it's really interesting because I think for me, when I was over there, I found a lot of the questions that were aimed at me were very, they were very analytical, they were very much about, is it this or is it that? And things aren't black or white. As we all know, there's a lot of grey in between. Things, you know, I don't know every answer to every nuance of every part of the story for every work of art nor do I need to know, because that's held by the artist and it's quite often, culturally, they are responsible for holding those stories and they're able to share elements of those stories, but not everything. So it's okay not to know. And I think that's something that, that in a Western society, that's not what we're taught. We're, you know, we have these experts. And I, I really shy away from that term because I don't believe I can ever be an expert. I'm on a journey of learning, and so long as I keep my mind open and willing to learn, then I'm going to be a better educator for that. So I think that's one of the things that we need to kind of drop when, when, when we come at, come at this, is about you can't know everything. <laughs> it's okay not to know everything. Um, but I think that we've provided a really good platform for the artist to be able to talk openly um, the weekend was absolutely, you know, fantastic. People did feel comfortable. And that's about, you know, making, making a, a really big effort to have these, you know, these conversations with people to build relationships in order for, you know, not only us to feel that we can trust the artist, but that they can trust us, more importantly, because then the best work's going to come. And I can't tell you how you know, happy I am with the result of this year's Tanandi, you know, here at the gallery as well as right across you know, the other exhibitions. I think that the artists have all really excelled themselves 
and the works of art are just so strong and so rich and we're really, really lucky to be able to engage with them and to learn from them. So of course we have the, the Tanandi catalogue and that's a great you know, resource. There are many different writers who have written about the artist's work and that's another way where we invite the artist to think about who they might like to write about them. Some are conversations, some include quotes, others are more sort of academic writing. They really vary and that's good, I like that because I think it makes for interesting reading. And the photographs you know, of the works of art, some of them are photographs of indicative works because the works weren't made yet. And that's another element of Tarnandi where we don't just select particular works. In some cases, we do. In other cases, we support artists to develop new bodies of work. So for example, behind me is the incredible work of Angelina Caradata Buna. And Angelina is from Kalumbaroo, which is in the North Kimberley of Western Australia. And Angelina is using natural ochres and a sap from, from a gum tree to mix in with her ochre in order to embellish and paint the wandjana emerging onto these works on paper. So really large scale for works on paper. And these works were not made until a few months ago. So Angelina had make, made some works previously that I'd seen in an exhibition at Cross Art Projects in King's Cross in Sydney. And I was really interested in this way of working and also really interested in her and her practice because I had also met Angelina in, of all places, Yirrkala in northeast Arnhem Land, where she was bringing some art workers with her to go back to looking at how to, how to harvest bark. Because previously, bark had been used in this community as well as at Mwanjam Arts, which is closer to Derby. And the artists needed some support in re-engaging with those bark collecting skills. So Angelina was the art centre worker and she took this group of artists over to Yirrkala when I was there <laughs> um, doing some work for the 2019 Tarnandi. So we met, we had some lovely conversations at dinner on a couple of evenings and then we were out harvesting bark together. And so she had been telling me that she wanted to start making more work herself. She wanted to move out of that full-time role as the arts worker at the Arts Centre. And so this year, she, she made this new body of work for Tarnandi. So there's, you know, there's different, the ways that the works have come into this space, they're all very different, unique projects. So for example, with Timo Hogan, who's a Pitanjara artist, from Junjunjara in Western Australia, this incredible large-scale work of Lake Baker is a work that he produced in the last couple of years. It was actually this year, but he's been making this new body of work over the last two years. He, he was working on a solo exhibition that was actually postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And so he had some work, he was, the, the solo exhibition ended up being in August this year in Darwin at Outstation Gallery. 
He also entered the Telstra National Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art Award this year and he won the big award, the overall winner for this year's award with a, with a painting of Lake Baker. But this particular work was a large scale work that he had created for the solo exhibition and I'd been asking the Art Centre manager and talking with, with Timo as well in 2017 about being able to exhibit his work in Tarnandi. And this year we were really fortunate that there, there was this work available. And so this work came in as a work that wasn't, you know, he, he had already created it. And this particular painting is a painting that shares with us his cultural responsibility for Lake Baker, which is a salt lake situated in the Great Victoria Desert. So his family are, they're, they're referred to as Pilar Ngura, people of the Sand Hills, the Spinifex people. And the Spinifex people were the first people in Western Australia to gain native title over their lands. In 2000, they were granted the native um, title determination was held and his, his forebears, so his father and other family members were the people who painted their maps of their country. There was a women's collaborative painting and a men's collaborative painting that were submitted to parliament as part of that determination. And they're incredible, beautiful works. We have one, we have one of each of their collaborative works by the men and women in the collection here that were exhibited in 2015 in Tarnandi in this room next door. And so these artists are renowned for their native title claim, but also for their painting practice. So they set up the Spinifex Arts Project, which is the name of their art centre, as a result of wanting to paint about their custodianship over their country as a part of that native title determination. And they've continued. So what they do is they live in Junjunjara and they travel out to country to paint about particular places. So that's the way that they create their work. This particular body of work for Timo came following, he went to see his father to, to re-engage. His father lives in Warnan Aged Care Facility in the community of Warnan, which is situated just sort of over the west, into the Western Australian border. And Mr. Uh, his father is Neville MacArthur, and he, he was too frail to be able to go with Timo to the lake, but it was at that point and at that meeting that Timo realised that he is now the person responsible for this particular tract of land. So there's a wonderful story that was in the Weekend Australian, I think two weekends ago or three weekends ago, which is just a remarkable story that was written by Brian Hallett, who is one of the art centre managers for the Spinifex Arts Project. And it really, you know, it just shares the story from Timo's perspective of how, you know, how, how important, you know, this responsibility is but also, also the connection to the place and that even though he's, he's culturally responsible, he's still, there are still things that he needs to do when he comes to this location in order to 
pacify so you can see the Wadi Wanampi writhing around that lake. And then you can also see, so there's many stories associated with this lake, but two of the stories reference to the Wadi Wanampi as well as the Wadi Kudjura, the two men. So you can see the surface of the painting when you look closely at the surface of this work, you can see the mixture of colour. So it's the, the white from the salt from the salt lake, but then it's also the colour coming in from the sand hills that's mixed in with that white through the action of that, that wanampi writhing over that lake. Very powerful work. It was absolutely incredible to have him here sharing his stories about this, about this lake and about his life and his responsibility for painting these stories. But I think, you know, I just feel really humbled when I'm with the artists and, and with Timo when he, he was telling these stories and he started to tell me, Lisa was talking to the audience and then he started talking to me in Pitanjara and I could get a sense of what he was saying, but I, I didn't know exactly what he was saying. But it was just that he, you know, he, he was engaged and wanted to talk. And I think for me, that's, that was you know, this moment of realisation that it actually doesn't matter whether we can understand it or not. It's just that he's so proud. He was also, it was funny because I was kind of, it was the last talk of the day on Sunday and I was a little bit wonky. And... I wasn't holding my microphone properly. And at the beginning, we'd shared with him how to hold the mic and you know how close to hold it. And he, he told me. <laughs> that said it all for me. I just thought, you know, this is just remarkable. And um, yeah, I think, you know, it's just an incredible, an incredible achievement that the whole Tanandi team, you know, under the leadership of Rana, we've just, really, you know, being able to, to have a very successful launch and to have so much media. We've also been supporting the art centres over the weekend for the Tanandi Art Fair, and that's gone through the roof. It's just, I got on late last night, or, you know, just before nine o'clock, because I'd just been too full of everything else to have a look, and there was hardly a thing left. <laughs> so, you know, I just think we've, um, you know, we've all worked hard, but, but I'd just like to, you know, pay my respect to the whole Tarnandi team and, and the Art Gallery of South Australia for being, being together and, you know, just all working so hard together to make this happen. So thank you all for joining us today. I'll hold it correctly. <laughs> I can't not take this opportunity just to jump up and thank you, Nikki, and just to share with everyone, we've had over 6,500 people through the show since Thursday. Um, and, you know, this is a time when people are still very hesitant, you know, to even in other states and or not allowed. So, you know, incredible trust and look at you all behaving beautifully. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and also just to agree with what you were saying and the media response has been incredible, the stories that are being told and, you know, how Nikki's been working with these artists for years and years. And this allows such a glorious masterpiece like this to be able to be shared. We're really happy to say that um, through the generosity 
of the Demos Nun Trust, the work is now in our collection as well, which is truly exciting. But also, um, yes. <laughs> but also with the art fair, what's fascinating is we had 27,000 people from Australia, 224 from the United States, 150 from the UK, 54 from South Korea, 46 from France and, and, and 40, 43 from Canada. They're just the top seven, as well as people from all over the world. So we've gone digital, but we've also gone global. So it's really, really interesting. And uh, with two and a half thousand works sold, 100% going directly to the artists. So we're super proud of that. And thank you. I know many of you in the room did some damage. So, <laughs> so thank you for supporting the artists. But I just huge, heartfelt, warm bow down before this woman. Just what she does, the integrity that she brings to everything, the love she brings to everything, the humility that you bring, and how you're able to work with artists. It's just a deep pleasure for all of us to work with you and support you and support the artists. It's always the artists, isn't it, Nikki? So thank you so much. Ah. <laughs>